Welcome to the BLC Connection Podcast. I'm Brian Kell. I'm Karen Wilson. And I'm Michael Lawrence. Let's get connected. It is the BLC Connection Podcast. Brian Kell. Karen Wilson. Michael Lawrence. All right. And we've got the gang back together. It is the 11th episode. We've reached double hockey sticks on this one as we move past 10 and into 11. On this episode, Micah, lots going on. That's right. We're going to find out a little bit more about what's going on in Channel 6, Connection Magazine, and the events in June. Karen Wilson, two letters, IP. Yeah, we're going to talk to Clint Kesey and discover what an IP address is and why it's so important to us and to our households and businesses. Okay, and then Micah, you got your bag of shenanigans with you? I've got them ready. Okay, and so all that, plus next we're going to find out who or what this Arlo guy is and why your home or small business might need to get to know him with our own Chris Centracchio. Kick back, enjoy. It's the BLC Connection Podcast. BLC Connection Podcast. Joining us literally in the managed IT area is IT manager and security. I guess it's IT and security manager, Chris Entrocchio. Chris Entrocchio, welcome to the BLC Connection Podcast. Thank you. You've been wanting to get on here so bad uh, for the last, I guess we've been doing this now a little over a year, and I'm glad that we could make your wish happen. Finally, coming on, are you pumped? Oh, I am, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We've got you on here because uh, we've, we've talked a lot inside these walls, and then we've talked a lot outside these walls about something called Arlo. So, Chris and Trocchio, will you please put to rest, what is Arlo? Uh, Arlo is a brand of surveillance cameras and systems that we now offer here at Ben Loman that is implemented in with our Ben Loman Home app uh, to a degree. To a degree. To a say. degree. Okay. You want to tell us what that degree is, or? Well, um, yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, what that allows the customer to do is they don't have to swivel between the Arlo app and our Ben Loman Home app to get to different functions. Uh, they can check their battery level uh, right from Ben Loman Home. They can see if their cameras are online, all of that without having to hop over to the Arlo app. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so, and we're going to talk, I think, a little bit more about that, about how this incorporate how how it is a Ben Loman Home family of products. And uh, I guess when you're part of Ben Loman Home, we're talking, what, uh, the, the uh well, we'll talk about I think that's Karen's question later on during this whole thing. So we'll talk more about that a little bit later on. Well, there are, you know, some confusion on our Ben Loman Security Skybell doorbell and the Arlo doorbell. Uh, can you help clear that up for us? Yes, and I can understand some of the confusion because they do look very similar when you compare them, just eyeballing them. Um, the Skybell doorbell works with our current security offering. Uh, with the Honeywell slash Residio hardware. Mm -hmm. Arlo is a standalone surveillance doorbell. Um, It is 100% wireless, uh, the one that we sell. Um, So it's it's different in that respect. And I'll kind of follow up to that. So just, you know, as somebody that's kind of learning about the security, the security is more like the alarm goes off, somebody, you've got an intruder, but the Arlo is more like observation type stuff, but it can work in conjunction, I guess. It could be utilized as security, too. It can, to a degree. Um, what the Arlo offering 
gives the customer is the ability to see motion alerts and that sort of thing on their property, whether they're at home, on the go, on their phone. Um, it allows them to do all that. It has two-way audio, so they can hear and talk to mm -hmm. the person on the other end that they detect, um, all of that. The main difference is right now we do not have integration with the, our Arlo offering to do, you know, 911 calls, mm -hmm. uh, that sort of thing. Right. So we're thinking like nanny cams, watching the front door for people delivering packages and things like that. Yes. Indoor, outdoor cameras, the doorbell, all of that. And they also have floodlights. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Chris, you, you mentioned some of the different cameras. What, what kind of different options does people have uh, i'm assuming you you mentioned there's floodlight cameras there's doorbells you know what what other kind of cameras are available to everyone uh currently ben loman offers the ultra pro 4 series uh cameras they're wireless 2k um they have a built-in floodlight and two-way audio we do have a 4k offering camera uh, it is the arlo pro 2s um the main difference between those is the pro 2s will draw a quicker battery life it'll, it'll less life on your battery with the pro twos versus the pro fours um, we have floodlight cameras uh, those are the pro threes and we also offer the essential doorbells which we have wireless and we do offer the wired although we prefer you to get the wireless because they're easier to install and maintain and you're involved in the installation process, so you want to make it I am. <laughs> I'll follow up with that. Yeah. Since we just had a security system put in um, at a, a shop we've got, and the the clarity between the cameras is so different with the Arlo because we can see, like, a body coming in, really can't quite tell who it is, which is fine. But with that Arlo camera, whether it's 2K or 4K, you're talking about you can basically see who it is and identify who it is. Yeah, you can. They have very good clarity. Um, they also have a 160-degree field of view. So okay. you can really cover a lot of area with just one camera. So it makes it really easy to install uh, at a person's home and, and get the coverage that they want. I'm fascinated by the floodlight camera. Um, t tell me a little bit more about that, how that how that operates, I guess. It is actually an LED. Um, it looks like a floodlight, uh, like a big, long light with the camera in the middle. Uh, the floodlight cameras do have the XL battery, uh, which increases the life a little bit, um, versus the standard batteries that come in the Pro 4s and the, and the uh, or the Ultra 4s and the Pro 2s. And um, it's it's again wireless, very easy to put in, install, and it's it's really bright. It will blind you. Very cool, very cool. Okay, so perfect lead into this to this next question. You talked about batteries uh, for folks that maybe have had a wireless doorbell for a while. Uh, I'm sure over the years uh, those batteries are getting better, but with Ben Loman Connects uh, Arlo uh, system. We've got some really brand new batteries that have longer life, but then you've got another option for them as well, even outside of batteries. Talk about that. Uh, yes. One, one of the big questions that we get asked a lot is, well, if I'm putting these outdoors on my home, I don't want to have to climb up on a ladder every two months to swap a battery. So Arlo does have a solar panel. It's a probably a three-by-five little square that we can mount that will continuously charge the batteries for your outdoor cameras. Um, they're, they're very small. Um, we can mount them kind of inconspicuously as well, and they work really great. I mean, once you put those in, you don't have to swap a battery. 
And if for some reason somebody still wants to stay with the battery side of things, they've come out with a longer lasting battery. Talk about that. Yes, Arlo does have an XL battery, which is basically the battery that comes in the floodlight camera. And these can get put into the uh, Pro 4s and the Pro 5s. And it's it comes with a, the XL battery and a new housing, which allows for the larger battery. Gotcha. So with all these cameras, um, you know, and talking about installing them and what kind you can get, when we talk about the Arlo app, what kind of things can you do in the Arlo app? Or, you know, I'm assuming this is all on everybody's mobile phones. You know, how, how do they access it? What kind of features are available there? Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the Arlo app, it gives you a nice little dashboard. You can see all of your cameras. Um, you can get text alerts on your phone when they detect motion. And along with each alert, you'll get a screenshot, basically, of, of what it detected. Um, you can go into each of your cameras through the app and configure them however you want. You can turn the spotlights on, off, the floodlights on, off. You can turn two-way audio on or off. You can set your... Uh, trigger zones to where, you know, if you want to make sure you don't get a trigger every time your neighbor leaves their driveway, you set a polygon zone in your yard and it basically ignores everything going on outside it. Mm-hmm. So if if I wanted to, um, let's say every day I'm, I'm going to work between 8 and 5 o'clock and anybody that sets off the motion alarm, I can get a, an alert on my phone between that time period? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, you can use schedules too also, set mm-hmm. schedules. Gotcha. So Arlo is part of the Ben Loman family of products. So Ben Loman fiber and a robust fiber router like the Gigaspire Blast is very important because it is a video-based product. It is, and it's going over your wireless network. Uh, The other side of that is we provision these through our support cloud. So we recommend you have a Gigaspire. Mm -hmm. it's, It's one, it's a very good router. Uh, we've done side-by-side comparisons with Nighthawk, and they get the same coverage and basically the same features. Mm-hmm. And it, it allows our network support folks to be able to give you an extra layer of support when you call in and you have trouble with your cameras. Right. I think that's great. That that sold me on the Gigaspire right away because the technician doesn't necessarily have to come to the home to troubleshoot or anything like that. Everything can be done remotely. So, Chris, you, you've done a few of these installs, and you've heard some people install these. What, what are kind of some things that people are putting cameras on? What are they, what are they using it for? Um, we've put them on vacation homes. We have a couple that live in Canada, and they wanted to make sure nothing's going on at their home outside, so they've got floodlights on all four corners. Um, we have had people put them in, and indoor and outdoor cameras they've had. The Pro 4 sitting on their kitchen counter and in their living room. Uh, that way they can make sure when their kids get home from school off the bus that they get in the house okay. Um, all of that. And and I think also we've got someone that is kind of watching a relative that's kind of older to make sure that they're okay. And Yes, okay. yes. We actually, that was with my wife's family side. They put cameras in at her grandmother's home uh, in order to make sure that she's okay and, and keep up with her basically 24-7, and it was a very good alternative versus putting her in like an assisted living type situation. She gets to stay home, and they get the peace of mind of knowing that if something happens, they can see it right there and respond. Gotcha. 
I want to mention this is that all this that we've talked about and so very much more can be found on our website. I know Karen likes for us to, to be able to plug that. She's put a lot of time in on that as well. But if you go to our website and go to the search uh, area, just type in Arlo and it'll that's the first thing that'll pop up. Click on that and it will take you through multiple, multiple videos that will go even more in depth as far as all the items that we've talked about today. And I want to say this too, is that this is something really easy to get into in that if you just want one camera whether it's a doorbell or or something on the outside or maybe even inside it starts at 550 so it's a very easy little price point to get into uh, if you're looking to get into arlo and chris you can expand off that so much bigger than start with one and go to five or six real quick yes and the other good thing about arlo with them being wireless is you can move these cameras wherever you want as long as they're within your wi-fi coverage if you want to put one outside on a tree put it on a tree you want to move one down the hall inside your house you can do that they have magnetic mounts and you're not restricted by where that wire is run because there is no wire and also too what you get with all of this on on the uh, monthly side of things with us helping you get that blc professional install talk a little bit about that so we will come out and install the cameras for you we will walk you through the setup show you how to set your polygon zones introduce you to the app uh, give you step-by-step instructions for everything you need to know on the app side uh, as well as the camera side good deal if you have more questions on arlo like we said the the ben Lilly connect uh, website page has got a ton of information there or just call into your local office and uh, the folks uh, either the customer service representatives our our growing sales staff that we've got and also the uh, fantastic you've already mentioned them customer support center too can be able to be there and answer some more questions about that Chris Centracchio, thank you for sitting down and explaining who this Arlo character is and how he can help us all uh, with watching things that are important to us. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, everyone, please go out and check out our, our Arlo offering. We'd be happy to talk to you, answer any questions you have. Thanks, Chris. Welcome back to the BLC Connection podcast. And our next guest is Mr. Clint Kesey. He is the Central Office Supervisor here at Ben Loman. Welcome to the podcast, Clint. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate it. Thank you for coming down the hall and joining us on this Friday afternoon. We're all, you know, anticipating going home at some point, and you've jumped right in to help us. Tell us a little bit about you, Clint. You've been here quite some time now. Yeah, I've been here uh, uh, going on 17, 18 years with Ben Loman. Uh, I've worked with several people, uh, several departments. Uh, it's been a it's been a good opportunity, good a place to work. I was going to say, I think I remember like you come into the BLC office when I worked there, and you would, uh, you know, work on our computers and things. And you've jumped around in not, a, I mean, it's all been in the same vein of computer work and and then central office work. Yeah, mostly central office work. Um, started several years ago in, in central office. Been from the on the video side, and then moved to um, the networking side, the IP side. So I've been. I've had several different hats over the last several years. Mm-hmm. Were, were you one of those that started in the customer support center area or no? Uh, yes, but it wasn't called that. It okay. Was just, it, it was, it, he started off in the internet department before we even had a customer response center. Okay. Where, okay. where internet took care of tech support. I got you. Okay. So we did a little tech, Mike and I did a little tech support and, and uh, working with customers and working on equipment, a little bit of everything. 
Gotcha. Okay. So one of the big the big reason we've got you down here uh, is because you've been begging to come on the podcast, and and we're like, okay, fine, come on and do a segment with us and sort of. No, I'm joking. He's a podcast stalker. <laughs> yes, you know? he is. No, we've we begged him. No, but Clint, we've we've got some questions. We'll talk about those questions in a minute. But before we jump into questions from folks out in podcast land. Tell us, what is an IP address and why should we care about an IP address? So an IP address is in a unique way that your computer or your device from your house can be identified on the Internet. Uh, that address is used to route traffic. Uh, say you're requesting Netflix traffic. Um, that's a way that we route traffic back and forth um, to your particular home or your particular device. Okay. Okay. And um, along those lines, I mean, we're, in a home in a business, there may be all kinds of IP addresses, right? Sure. Yeah, there's uh, lots of different um, lots of different IP addresses that that Ben Loman uses and maintains and owns, um, and some of which we'll talk about the differences in, in those IPv4 and, and v6 addresses. Um, but yeah, Ben Loman manages lots of IP addresses, v4 and v6 addresses. Okay. So Clint, we know that you know we deal with this every day. We know that we've got internal IP addresses, those ones that are only available to your internal network, we know you got external IP addresses. So when we talk about those ones that Ben Lomans manages, we're talking about those global ones, the ones that the world sees. So how does Ben Loman go about, you know, securing or, or getting these global IP addresses? So for many years, Ben Loman didn't own um, addresses. When we First got into dial-up, um, we were using other folks' uh, IP addresses. We were leasing those addresses. Um, uh, we have purchased some addresses recently um, that has doubled or tripled the amount of addresses we have. Uh, and we came on that opportunity um, to sort of secure our future in the V4 space. Um, so we originally were giving, uh, given uh, some space from Aaron, some small allocations from Aaron. Um, but we have since, like I said, purchased uh, some additional addresses, actually two rounds of those, um, that should give us several V4 addresses for many years. So so I guess just to clarify, um, when we talk about the different IP addresses, we're talking about V4 and V6, what is Ben Loman and pretty much most of the world on today? So the internet routing table was essentially based on V4 addresses, and, and that's predominantly what's used to, to route traffic today. Uh, V6 is is becoming uh, more popular, but still today, V4 is the bulk of our traffic. And, and Aaron is, um, uh, I guess, basically our authority for North America, if I remember correctly. That's there's, correct. There's different um, authorities for different countries of these people maintain that list of ownership of IP space. That's right. For North America, Aaron is is the uh, governing body, authority body uh, over V4 and V6 addresses. Mm -hmm. So we have a question from our podcast listener, Jay Williams. He asked us, first of all, how many IP addresses does Ben Loman Connect have at their disposal, and will we run out? Uh, that's a good question. Without giving away uh, some proprietary information, uh, we Ben Loman does have um, lots of V4 addresses at our disposal. Um, we've planned for those over the last several years, uh, for growth that, that we're coming into um, in the Crossville area and, and other areas. Um, but yeah, we, we have secured, like I said, secured uh, V4 addresses in two different blocks over the last uh, three years. That was a substantial investment that Ben Loman made in those addresses. Um, 
for for future use. All right, Clint. Uh, also, Jay Williams, and appreciate Jay for, for listening to the podcast. He also wants to know, does BLC have any plans when they'll roll out an IPv6 network? And then maybe in answering that question, maybe lead into that by talking about what kind of network we currently have. I think you kind of touched on that. And what differences IPv6 can make for either the network and or the BLC customer? Yeah, so that's a really good question, Um I'll lead in by talking about the differences in, in V4 and V6. Um, th- there is a um, there is a train of thought that the V4 addresses will run out soon. Um, that train of thought has been the train of thought for the last several years, and we still have not ran out, uh, mainly because there are lots of businesses and corporations, um, lots of um, uh, educational institutions that are sitting on a lot of V4 addresses that are not used. And so that's actually how Ben Loman became the it came into the opportunity to purchase v4 addresses um, but Ben Loman runs what's called a dual stack a dual stack is v4 and v6 instances so Ben Loman owns v6 space and we run a, a dual stack we're routing v6 addresses to several of our large upstreams uh, we peer with Google and, and Facebook and some of um, Netflix and some of those that we have v6 addresses with um, so Today, Ben Loman uh, does not, ro- we're not rolling out V6 addresses to our customers, mainly because we have um, lots of V4 addresses, you know, that we can use. Uh, but at some po- point in time, we will be um, looking at rolling out V6 addresses to, to our subscribers as well. Yeah. yeah and, and just so you know, we're, Ben Loman's not uncommon here. You know, this, what we're doing is there's been lots of businesses that have not switched to IPv6 yet. So um, the good news is, is, you know, we do have our IP space. You know, we have purchased it, got it ready. Um, the great news about IPv6 is, you know, where IPv4, there's not enough IP addresses for, like, every person in the world. Where IPv6, I don't remember the exact number unless you looked it up. I, I actually got it on my notebook here. It's <laughs> okay. 34 well, it's three hundred forty trillion, 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 according to wow. according to Google. That is three point four times ten to the thirty eighth power per person or total total v six addresses. Yeah, to- total v six addresses. Period. Where IPv four is a lot smaller. Well, compare that with v four, which is about four, a little over four billion. Yeah, yeah. So, so it gives. Uh, I, I know when when I looked it up at one point in time, you know, each man, woman, and child in the world gets you know like a million something addresses themselves. So, in terms of us running out of IP space on v six at some point in time, it's just not going to be a, a thing we have to deal with. But you know, as you think about as new smart technologies you know we, we've talked about even on the podcast about uh, i think you said your stove has wi-fi your uh refrigerator you know your Her bed your bed yeah i mean it's just yeah. like there's there's so many things needing ip space and at some point we'll get there but you know as what we're seeing is, is we're not quite there yet and there's not a big push to say okay we got to hurry up and get there so um Lots of businesses just haven't switched, and including us. You know, there's there's really not a need or a large push there. Going through some training about 12 years ago, 12 to 15 years ago, um, the the trainee at the time said, you know, we'll 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 cover V4 and V6 addresses, but um, in a couple of years there'll only be V6 addresses. There won't be anything else such as V4, and we've heard that for the last several years, and we continue to hear that. So the migration to V6 is is definitely slow. Um, and it may be many years before we actually see a full native V6 
environment. Yeah, and I'd also add that a lot of um, you know consumer grade routers, things like that, can't even support IPv6. You know, most of the newer stuff mm. is trying to, but because there's not that big push, you know, some of those things that you might go and buy at the store are just they don't support it yet. You know, it's just because it's not not ready for it. Yeah. Of course, it'd be probably more of a software thing, so they could probably do a firmware upgrade or something like that. But, you know, it's just there's not a huge push to go to it yet. And again, Ben Loma does run V6 in, in the core uh, with several upstreams, but we just not pushed it to subscribers, just not had the need to at this point. Okay. Um, since it's going to be about five years before you join us again on another podcast, <laughs> I, I guess I'll, I'll have this, this question um, as well, and that is <clears throat> when it comes down to um, making sure that folks like all of us and folks listening on the podcast here have an ample supply, I guess in some ways, of broadband, kind of talk about what you and your crew are doing to help kind of ensure today and in the future that our broadband experience is just the best and talk about just all the things that are happening kind of behind the scenes that you can talk about to make continue to make Ben Lemon Connect future-proof. Uh, so our team constantly is working on upgrading equipment, adding new equipment. Um, it, it seems like every day we thought, you know, a one gig link was long, uh, was enough or a 10 gig link was enough. And now we're installing 100 gig links up to our providers and our upstreams. Um, we, we get a, we're working on a lot of that. We're working on uh, um, peering with a lot of companies. Uh, we, we've recently undertaken uh, a, a project where we're um, a member of an exchange and we're peering directly with some of the large providers, Google, uh, Amazon, to get that traffic closer to us as, as close as we can uh, to keep from having to, to route so much across our upstreams. Gotcha. Um, something else that I think is very important that we don't get to talk enough about. I don't, <clears throat> I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast, and that is – you, you talked about outbound streams, uh, the ability to be able to, um, well, let me back up. As far as uh, being able to make sure that, that whether at homes or businesses, we have that access and that instant access to the Internet, Ben Loman finds itself uh, a little in a little bit different position maybe than your average telco uh, throughout the nation in the ability to be able to have so many different options to bring in, I guess, download and upload streams of the internet. You want to talk a little bit about that? So we are sort of in a unique situation at Ben Loman. We have access to several um, transport providers um, that can take us to the backbone of the internet. Um, and we are sort of in a unique situation that other telcos, smaller telcos, more rural telcos don't have an act, don't have access to, uh, but we are working uh, and already are in a couple of major data centers that give us access to those upstream providers. Um, we we have the option once we get to those upstreams, um, well, having the ability to to be in, in those data centers um, gives us the option to negotiate across multiple providers. Um, so you know we based on the quality of the data, um, based on uh, the connection, the reliability. Uh, the cost, all those factors go into that. So I, I know it's um, for a lot of folks, they believe that Internet works based upon geography, that if I want to get to a server in Nashville, it just goes to Nashville. They think that, uh, you know, it just it's that simple. And it unfortunately, happens. it's not. So kind of talk about like. What's some of the directions that we see, you know, as far as some of our upstream connections? Um, you know, what kind of directions do they end up going to before they kind of spread out through the world? 
So uh, we're connected in a, a couple of different locations. Atlanta is is one of our major locations, and so a lot of our traffic goes directly to Atlanta. Uh, a lot of it goes to Nashville, uh, but that's sort of its origin. So when you when you're calling upon those web pages, when you're calling upon those streaming videos, um, that's often the first point of, of presence that we have, or the handoff spot um, in our in our network is is Nashville, Atlanta. Uh, we have uh, circuits to Chicago that some of that traffic may take as well. And so once it gets to those upstream providers, uh, they make a determination, the closest route, um, say for Netflix, the closest route to get to Netflix once we get to those in pop locations, Chicago, mm-hmm. Nashville, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Clint, thank you so much yeah. for joining us today. Uh, we hope you will come back again <laughs> 2028. soon. 2028. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Lucky to, to have you with us and, and to share all of your knowledge with the um, retirement of Joe Hamby. We want to officially yeah. dub you like internet guru uh, in his absence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the title I want or not, but anyway. <laughs> hope that makes you feel special for a few minutes. Yeah, it does. Compared <laughs> to you. Joe Hamby, it does. Yes, it is. That is quite the honor, and that says a lot about somebody. So thank you very much for joining us for this uh, section of the BLC Connection podcast. This is Connect with uh, BLC. Karen, what can we expect on Channel 6 and Connection Magazine? Well, Channel 6 is busy as usual. We are wrapping up graduation season, and I want to remind everybody that all that content, your your loved ones that you watched go across the line uh, at graduating will be residing on the YouTube, Ben Loman Connect YouTube channel, so you can go back and watch that as much as you want to on that channel. Um, we are also actively filming uh, Table Talk, Soul of Warren County, lots of new episodes. And, and Brian, you're working on something new possibly coming up later this year. Yeah, later this year we're looking at having a, another local show uh, that hopefully will take folks uh, into a, a deep dive into maybe some people that you know or have heard about. And uh, we're not going to talk about maybe where that's going to take place, but I think that folks will, will find the uh, the the place that we that we are looking to do that show in uh, uh, very familiar and cozy maybe and uh, so yeah those are the teases we'll get to that I think our hope would be that here in the next where this is coming out in June that as we move into fall that we've got uh, you know some other great local content on Channel Six for folks to tune in on so yeah, yeah more information to come. And, of course, with the Connection Magazine, the next edition of that will be coming out. It'll be a July-August edition. Um, so lots of good things, good summer stories coming coming your way in that July-August edition. Great. So, Brian, what events can we expect in June? Okay, we're obviously heating up, and so that means moving outside. Uh, this uh, very early in the month, Warren County Relay for Life, I think, is Friday, June 2nd. Uh, be sure and take advantage not only of all the great stuff that's going on that night in downtown McMinnville, but also something, Micah, that, that we're all, and Karen both, all very proud of, and that's the McMinnville Downtown Wi-Fi. Uh, that night and all year long, you can be able to take advantage of that. It's powered by Ben Lomond Fiber and free courtesy of the city of McMinnville. So not just on Relay for Life night, but every night, every day, uh, that good old uh, McMinnville downtown Wi-Fi is there in case you would like to upload or download or do whatever you want to uh, along the streets of McMinnville. And then also speaking of uh, the streets of McMinnville, Main Street Live starts June 9th from the West Lawn of Security Federal Bank. I'm surprised. I've not seen Micah fastly making notes on this because 
once again, I think free Wi-Fi courtesy of Ben Lomond Connect and the managed IT department of VLC may be offered again this year. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was expecting when I wrote this on here that I would see Micah's eyes light up and be like, oh, I've got to make a note that we get that going. So June 9th uh, is when that kicks off. Uh, just real quickly in the month of June, T.C. Bryant Band plays on June 9th. That's country. Stairway to Heaven, Zeppelin. Karen's going to be there waving their, her uh, what, my lighter, uh, lighter my cigarette lighter. On June 16th. <laughs> and then Entice, that's Motown and R&B on June 23rd. And June 30th, the Joe Harvey Band, some good old rock and roll. All that, Main Street Live, Friday nights in McMinnville, West Lawn of Security Federal. Awesome. Great. Yep. So, Brian. Yes. Karen. Yeah. One of the first times I tried to do this, I tried to do acronyms to see if you guys knew what the acronyms were. Well, I've got four new ones tonight. Four. Or today or whatever it is. Yeah. Want to see if you know. What does A&W of A&W Root Beer, what does A&W stand for? Mm. I was going to say something like two people's last, like Anderson and Williams or something like that, like a last name or something. Yeah, could be. I, I don't know. It is from the founders, Roy Allen and Frank Wright. Allen and Wright so, is what that stands for. So it's the last yeah, name. So we just yeah. couldn't get the last name. Now, yeah. something you might be familiar with, what does AT&T stand for? Ooh, wow. You said you said a three-letter mm, word. That's a dirty here. word around here. I know. <laughs> but what's it stand, what's it stand sure, for? I've heard that Atlantic? Atlantic? Yeah. Telephone. Oh, am I, am I on it? I'm not even on it. <laughs> well, you got telephone, right? <laughs> Atlanta? Mm-hmm. You got any guesses? Mm-mm. No, I would have said Atlantic too. Uh, somebody who normally is not is is typing Morse code, I think, in the back. Josh Elam, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It is American Telephone and Telegraph Company. Telegraph. Okay. Hey, I'll throw one in here real quick Telegraph. because you teased me about. with the A and W because I love root beer, and I saw this the other day on a game show. What? Um, Thing did they used to put in root beer that they quit putting in root beer because it's really kind of toxic? Like it's arsenic. Herb. Oh, I don't know. Oh, is, uh, is it arsenic? Nope. Oh, don't know. Sassafras. Think of huh. sarsaparilla. Yeah. You know, used to you'd you'd like see you know or you'd hear people talk about sarsaparilla. They used hmm. to put sassafras in it, but not anymore. Did not well, know that. Kind of glad they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two more. One, uh, next one is, what does Epcot stand for? Oh. oh I remember Figment. Um, City of Tomorrow is the cot part of that. Close. Close? Mm-hmm. It's not on it? Get the last part right. Uh, it's been so long since I've been there. People, people is the P? Nope. I thought City of Tomorrow definitely was the Close. C-O-T. It is Experimental prototype community, community of tomorrow. Okay. All right. Wow. And so the last one. What does WD forty stand for? Water displacement. Forty. Forty. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's surprisingly that that you know it's a water displacement fortieth formula. Fortieth formula. Okay. okay. Yeah, I think I caught absolutely. that. I'm like actually a, shocked you knew that. Well, <laughs> I think that comes from like a did you know podcast thing or something. So yeah. Uh huh. Good. Wow. Hey, I couldn't live without WD forty. I was gonna say that's no. Some good stuff. It is the best. It is the best. So it's many a squeaky door. 
All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Micah. Well, another episode has come to an end. And so uh, as we wrap things up here, Micah, tell us about the mailbag. Well, you guys can submit your questions to blcpodcast at net, And we thank you for Mr. Williams sending us that question before. Um, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and all the above. Yes. blcpodcast at net, right? Yes. Okay. Karen. Many episodes. You just got through knocking out one a little while back and more on the way, I would mm-hmm. assume. Yes. Still working on uh, the many episodes and I love to get uh, ideas for those. So if your business is working in, um, you know, using technology to help your customers or if it, you know, helps your business in some way that you just cannot live without, contact me and I would love to feature you on the next mini episode. You can reach out to Karen at the BLC, at BLC podcast at Ben net and then also too who's our next episode for the full blc connection podcast we don't know but we can tell you this jay williams helped us pick to pick a guest this week so if you have questions if you've got comments if you've got things that you'd like for us to dive into we would love to hear from you because this kind of needs to be and we'd like for it to be your podcast and so guide us shoot us those questions reach out to us we would love to talk with you more about that and uh, till next time, game right? Mm-hmm. Karen yeah. Wilson, thank you. Micah Lawrence, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> and so as we wrap it up, we'll tell you thanks for listening and stay safe and definitely stay connected.